Welcome back to Balancing Chaos with Kelly and Gretchen. And we are here for our first recording in 2019. And we are recording from, please describe where we're sitting right now, Kelly. We are sitting in a beautiful, historic building in the heart of downtown Bangor. I'm looking at a lovely brick backdrop. Yes, which is also the studios of Dave Gordon Media, which is my husband's new business that he opened on Monday, which was two days ago, Yay! which is pretty exciting. So after 20 years of more than 20 years in production for TV stations and private companies and stuff, he finally took the plunge. And so that was the big thing that was also going on in my fall. And when we last reported, I was saying, I can't wait till January. I can't wait till January. So even, and I have, we haven't even released the recording because we've been busy finishing up stuff for this. But even that month of December was still pretty busy. So now January is here. We have started. My MBA is completed and conferred according to my online transcript. I don't have the diploma yet, but that doesn't matter. The business is open. He has taken the plunge. I'm not teaching any classes this semester because I always teach in the fall. Uh, I am settling into my role as a city councilor. Mm -hmm. It was a really busy fall. So, and now we get to record in this beautiful downtown location. It's very official. We have mic stands. Oh yeah, I've got mic stands. Um, I think the sound is better, even in my ear. Yeah. This is going to be our first test to see how it goes, but yeah, I think it's going to be good. It's looking very official with the equipment. Oh, yes, which we can, like, stash here. You're not going to hear a cat. Mm -hmm. You're not going to hear a kid come home from school accidentally, which these are all things that you never actually heard before because I cut them out. You're not going to hear one of us sit on a TV remote and fire up Netflix. So You might hear some trucks, though. You might hear some traffic, but that's because we're in a very urban environment. That's right. The city buses. (laughs) I see the city buses right now. I know. So much to look at. It's so great. We have a view. So, Kelly, how was your holiday? It was very busy, and we spent time with our family. We hosted all our holiday um, parties with the family. So we were cooking and cleaning, reset, and then the next family came in. And I would say that we had basically all your best uh, moments that you'd see from Saturday night clips of family holiday <laughs> The Saturday Night Live. Saturday Night Live, you know, all your basic political arguments <laughs> and um, crying kids and then some cheer as well. So she is referring to the Matt Damon skit <laughs> and uh, and Cecily Strong with Best Christmas Ever. Yes. Which I honestly watched that probably <laughs> ten times. Well, my the best week part it came of out. was the, you're a white racist. <laughs> <laughs> You are. Yeah. And the everything about it was just that I like the Christmas oh. cheer. Like, how do you handle it? Oh, I just had a little Christmas cheer, cheer. And she's draining a jug of wine into her mouth. And it is so funny. And it, it just was like, it's, it was great. It was called Best Christmas Ever. And we'll put a link in the show notes. But I felt like it encapsulated so much. Because it is like... Oh, we got to get this Christmas gift ready. Yes. Which we, like, I helped you out with that. Yes. You know, like, okay, we got to get this. I got it. I I wasn't even going to go to that store, but I was like, no, I'll go and make sure. I know. So, like, I was like, all this, sure. like, I was so panicked. And Gretchen, I, she goes, I didn't want to go over to Hogan Road. I was like, ah, shoot. Just, no, no, I'll do it. I'm like, thank God. <laughs> but then it was like, like all that mental energy. Yes. And then you sit back and then the kids are fighting and then they're like, oh boy, they loved it. Or they give you something that you're like, ah, thanks. Yes. It was 
one of their best shorts. I loved it. Oh my god. I thought gosh. it was a riot. That was yeah, that basically summed up my Christmas. Uh, maybe mine might even have been a little more turbo than that depiction. <laughs> but if you want an idea of what my Christmas was like, you could just watch that. See, I always like Christmas. Like, I like the holidays. I do. This year was extra stressful. Um, one of the things that happened is that, and I might have mentioned it on our last recording, I can't, we haven't put it out yet, but like, I was like, we're not getting the Christmas lights out outside. It's not going to happen. And then Dave did it when we went to the Nutcracker. So he was like a hero for throwing the lights up. Yeah. I'm just like, all right, that's great. But also I'm doing all this other stuff. Yeah. It is just so chaotic. So I also like the when Christmas ends. Me too. So we always take our tree down December 26th, yeah. always. Boom. So, We're so going to reset. And it's so nice to get back to normal. I'm hopeful that, you know, next Christmas is maybe a little less crazy than this year was. I need to find a way to make my Christmas a little less crazy. I like all the events heading up to the holidays, but the Chris, the couple days around Christmas, mm-hmm. I don't know, it's just too much. But when you clean out all your Christmas decorations, it feels like you have a brand new house. At least for me. Yeah. I'm like, ah! Because I don't like clutter. Yeah. So the Christmas, I like the decorations because it kind of makes it cozy, but just the three or four weeks they're up, it's too much for me. Like, I'm yeah. starting to feel claustrophobic in my own house. Yeah. So. So it was, yeah. So good. Awesome. Were your kids excited? Yes. Yes. Um, my kids wanted gifts that were somewhat uh, near impossible. Cameron <laughs> wanted a claw machine. And Maxwell wanted a um, time machine so that he could go back in time and be my baby. Oh. And so th- in the years past, I've learned. This year, I decided not to get uh, the the big toy too early mm-hmm. because they change their minds so frequently. So I th- I said on a Friday before Christmas, that's when I'll get it. So I'd ask them all the time, you know, what do you really want? And they just did not let up for an entire month that they wanted <laughs> these things. So we luckily Gretchen was able to find me a claw machine. Yes. Which I was super happy about. And it's just, it's a table machine. It's just a tabletop. It's yeah. not like one of the ones at the arcades. And he really loved it. And then we were going to build Maxwell a time machine, but we just never did get around to it. So, but he kind of forgot about it on Christmas. But then about a week later, he said, Oh, I really, I didn't get my time machine for Christmas. You should have just been like, Yeah, you did. And you traveled back, and here you are. <laughs> You I moved was, forward, and now uh, we can't figure out how to reset it. So I, sorry, I wasn't I wasn't creative in the moment. <laughs> and then my his friend, I guess, was crying about it when they returned from school after Christmas to his mom, and he said, "Maxwell was supposed to get a time machine, and we were going to go back in time together." And I guess it was this huge ordeal. So oh my I, god, I didn't just break my kid's heart, but I also broke his friend's heart. So anyway, but other than that, it was really good. How about you? Uh, probably the most exciting gift that was received was when Will opened a box full of real earrings oh, and yeah. said, Mom, I can't wear these. I don't have pierced ears. And I said, do you want pierced ears? And she was like, oh, yes. <laughs> and so we went as soon as we could, which was the 27th, and she had her ears pierced at a local tattoo and piercing shop in town. And there's a lot of reasons why, if you are going to get your ears pierced, they recommend going to a real piercing shop and not a mall kiosk or a place in the mall where they just use the gun. And it went great, and she got excellent service. And it was sort of funny because she was definitely really stealing herself up. And I could see that she was nervous, but she's a kid that will be like, 
I don't care if I'm nervous. I'm doing it. I'm going through with it. Kind of like we did Tower of Terror when she was six years old. She's like, no, I'm going. I'm like, you don't have to do this. No, I'm going. going to do it. Which I hope gives her great confidence in her adult life. And I hope that it gives her great decision-making skills in her teen years. But anyway. (laughs) (laughs) So she was like, nope, I'm going to do it. I'm going to do it. And so she did it. And then she kind of, like, you could almost see, like, the adrenaline, like, ooze out of her body at the end. Because then she kind of, like... Cry like like half an hour later we were home and she started crying and then you know she was just had been so keyed up but she's been taking excellent care of them and she's it's been two weeks mm. and she's doing really good and she it, can't wait to wear real earrings but she has to keep in the studs for like six weeks or something but she's doing very good but that was pretty exciting for her yeah I saw her almost immediately after she had them in and it reminded. Her emotion reminded me of how I felt after I defended my dissertation. Yeah. <laughs> because I really wasn't nervous leading up to it, and you're just kind of focused yeah. on the end point. And then as soon as it was over, for the months after, I mean, mine went on for a long time, but I felt that same emotion from her. Because well, we went to your house, yeah, and then she, she cried. Came, yeah. She had to leave. She, she like, was went pale, to and she was just very not out of her own element. And yeah. I felt like she was having it, – it's like the reverse anxiety after it yeah. happens like you're holding it all in and then you finally can let it all out yes it's kind of the sense i got from her that day yes and um and ingrid got some books and stuff like that and she was pretty happy and it was all good and we does ingrid have her ears pierced no no interest none <laughs> she she went and watched and was like why would people do that you That's not her thing at all and i, and I said if you want to get them done like you're old enough that you can just whatever you want to do it with willa i really wanted to she's been wanting them for a long time but i really wanted to make sure that she was capable of maintaining them and honestly yeah. and i know a lot of people do this but like treating them and, and working on them over the last two weeks i I can't imagine doing it to a baby and I know a lot of people do it to babies and I have a hard time wrapping my brain around that because it's definitely like gets goopy and you have to like clean it and it's sensitive and it hurts and you know it's not a super easy process so I'm always a little like really plus I think I don't know body autonomy you can make the decision for yourself when you're ready of course well I'm just like I don't want another thing that I have to deal with yeah. Because kids are already a lot of stuff to deal with. Exactly. But it was nice to have, you know, it worked out to be people who had, a lot of people were in my boat that were able to get an 11-day vacation with only having to use three days of vacation time, which was kind of nice because mm-hmm. the way our holidays worked out, my employer gave us both um, Christmas Eve and Christmas Day and New Year's Eve and New Year's Day. Mm-hmm. And then I came back on the second I'm putting in my planner, my paper planner, which I'm using regularly. Next year, I'm going to put a note to self in like November to take off like the day or two after the kids go back to school. Mm -hmm. Because one of the things that's great about having so much time with your kids is that you have so much time with your kids. But then the (laughs) thing that can kind of be not as great is that you only have time with your kids. Mm -hmm. And I could have used a day to sort of recombobulate, put Mm -hmm. things back together, take care of some stuff just to have a day to come down from it all myself. So I'm going to put that in my planner for next year. Yeah, I actually sent my kids to the Maine Discovery Museum for a camp for two days after Christmas, and it was amazing. We cleaned out the house. I organized all the drawers and all the closets, and I I just felt like I really needed to have that time. Yeah. 
and I don't regret it at all. <coughs> I, we still I had I plenty of time. There was still nine other days to be does, with them. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> and does that, does anybody ever regret time to yourself to do things for yourself? No. <laughs> and they had a blast too. Yeah. Sometimes Maxwell can be persnickety about having to leave the house, but he enjoyed it. So. Yeah. The gift that I was most excited about, I have not yet used, and will definitely be reporting back in our next recording about this. I got a gift certificate to a place called Float 207, which is just outside of town here um, because they needed a quiet location. And it is a... Oh, that's why they picked it? Yeah. Like, it's to be off the flight path, which I'm kind of like, is it really off the flight path? Because it's right on route two, but whatever. And it's a flotation therapy center where you go in and you get to be sensory deprived for 90 minutes in a tank with water and Epsom salts that apparently float a bowling ball Mm -hmm. and I'm a lot of bowling balls so I'm hopeful it'll work but I've heard it's like you just it's like twice as salty as the dead sea like you can't not float you can fall asleep and you won't drown Mm -hmm. which I think is pretty cool and Epsom salts there's a lot of all the magnesium and all of that so I'm really looking forward to it your body when I heard about it in the fall in the midst of all this chaos of classes and counsel and starting a business and all of this other stuff and it kind of became my like light at the end of the tunnel I'm like I want to try this this is going to be what I do I'm going to treat myself I don't care how much it is I want to sit and be alone floating in a tank for 90 minutes (laughs) and then I can reset and and it'd be Dave got me a gift certificate for Christmas so and I got the deluxe float which is the bigger tank and bigger room and it has like a starry sky if you want it I don't know if that works with the sensory deprivation but I'll probably press all the friggin but I'll probably like do a lot of sensory input at the beginning with like I'm gonna try the different colors I'm gonna try the different lights <laughs> what kind of music is it? and then I hope I can chill out and just relax I'm so looking forward to it I can't even well James heard someone a mom at the school just did it. I don't know if you'd heard about her. Oh, no. So she just did it. And I guess she was raving about it yesterday on the playground. And uh, so he was telling me, he was, he's been wanting to try it. He told me about it a long time ago. I think we we're still living down in Falmouth. He had heard about it, he read about it somewhere, and he told me I should try it. And it completely freaked me out because I'm like, I cannot be in a cave, claustrophobic, floating for an hour and a half. But it's, there's so much hype around it now. I've talked to myself into obviously wanting to try it. And also you sent me the articles about the health <laughs> benefits. So he was talking to me about this mom who was raving about how awesome it was. And he said, yeah. And she said it was inexpensive, but it's $65 for 90 minutes. And I don't think that's inexpensive. And I said, oh, it actually is. Because if you just compare it to alternative therapies, because you know I do a lot of those, massage is usually $90 to 100 for 90 minutes. Yeah. And acupuncture is... $45 for 20 minutes right? and um, what's the other one that I'm not thinking of yoga even the yoga studios are super expensive so I actually think 65 for 90 minutes I wouldn't call it cheap but right. it compared to other alternative therapies I do think it's more affordable well for me when other people say oh you gotta treat yourself get a massage like massage really like I don't know like it's just not my thing I'm just like I feel like I would be more tense like yeah you know, you don't uh, want someone touching you. Yeah, like it's just weird. Too intimate. But the idea, yeah, I want to be. I don't want to be around you other be people. Alone. Yeah, I want to just be untouched. Maybe it's just because you get touched out by your kids and your regular life, and so it's like <laughs> perfect. One of my friends is doing it. Actually, she's doing it on Saturday too. I found out before before me, and she was concerned. So she called. And she's like, "What happens if there's a fire?" <laughs> 
Oh my gosh, who is this? And she's she, like something I would worry about. I know, but but they have a fire plan and policy. And if there's ever a fire, the tank, the door to the tank does not lock, and they have a key of the door to the room, and they would open the door and they would open the tank and say, "There's a fire, get out!" You know, like they wouldn't let you die. So do you so. you go in without clothes on? Yeah, completely. Well, you, so you go. I, I haven't been, but I've been like reading up on it. But you go in, and there's like a like a a shower. I like. I think it's just like a wet room, basically. Like a shower. You have to shower off any lotions or oils or anything like that. And then you get in the tank, and you can wear a swimsuit if you want to. But no one's in there with you. You're just in there by yourself, and you float. And then when you're done, you get out and you shower off all the salt. And you go out, and they have a relaxation room to, like, ease back into society. And, like, with tea, music, they probably have some essential oils and shit going, too, you know. And you can kind of, like, ramp back up. So I am looking forward to it. I wonder how they clean those. It's a filtration system. So they get, like, it's probably, like, those, like, the pedicure things. They're, like, so they suck that much water and put it back in? Yeah. That's a lot of water. Yeah. How big are these things? How many gallons? I don't know how many gallons. It's 10 inches deep. It's 1,200 pounds of Epsom salt and then water. And then the one I'm in is like this. Uh, they say it's about the size of a queen bed. Mm-hmm. And it's a, that's the, del- I have the deluxe, which is 75. And it has the starry sky and all that. And you can do it. They Like they say, oh, you know, you can do it with a partner. I'm like, no, mm-hmm. I don't want any, like, I don't think that that would be a thing that I would be into. I'd be like, no, if, if we have... 90 minutes to kill. Mm. I don't want to spend it in a tank. Right. I'd rather be on my own. And the... Um, Interesting. But, See, yeah. But you can do that. The, the $65 ones don't have the starry sky and they're a little smaller. But they're not... Some float centers, they almost look like, look like tanning beds or like capsules that you climb in to do this. Yeah, I think when James first told me about it, he, that's what he showed me. It looked like a tan. It just looked way too small for me to consider. Whereas this looks almost like, it reminds me of if you had a hot tub in a cabana or something, like a big, I don't know, it just is much more, you can stand up at seven feet tall. So it's like a, a like a little room that you go in and close the door and lay down. So you're not as sort of, the ceiling isn't right against your nose. I think that would, hmm. I feel like that's more appealing than it. But whenever I mention it to people, they have two very distinct different takes and one is oh my god yes where when can i do it sign me up i didn't even, you know I, that sounds awesome and the other is like a straight flat hell no over my dead body you couldn't you couldn't pay me to do that that yeah. sounds terrifying so i think it's interesting to, to hear who's who because that's how i was the first time i heard about it well no I way totally... i'm never trying that and now i think well i've done a lot more reading about the ups and salts i mean gretchen knows yes i'll send her my pre-detox bath kits. Yes. It's the same concept of what I do with the bath, with Epsom salt and regular salt and vinegar. And you do feel amazing the next day. Yeah. It's a real, it's the way it filters your body is nice. So thinking about that on a much grander scale, I just could imagine the benefits being even better than taking a bath. Well, I'm very excited to give it a try. I'm super Is the water excited. hot? It's like skin temperature so that basically if you turn off the lights and the music, you don't know where the water ends and the air begins. Weird. So it, they like they say it feels like it might feel if you were floating in space. Like you can kind of lose your sense of of being. And so I'm sure it's like, you know, like when you float in a pool, you're like using muscles to make yourself float kind of. You can't just sort of float you have to like pull up your butt and do all that but this is apparently like we'll just float you and you don't have to think about it 
Mm-hmm. It sounds pretty awesome. I'm pretty excited. We'll be waiting for the full report. So it's also part of my New Year's resolutions for this year. So how did we do on our resolutions last year? Mine were to save money and lose weight, and I think I have less money and more weight, but that's okay. (laughs) (laughs) Well, I didn't do much better. I wanted to be on my phone less, and now my new phone tracks how much time I am. I I really like to shut that off because some weeks I'm feeling (laughs) really depressed. And it's tough because you're on it for various reasons. Like sometimes I'm watching a show. Sometimes I'm working on there. Sometimes I'm using the recipes. Sometimes I'm... And then there's social media. Right. Which, But then social media can be everything, too. You know, you can be organizing a kid's birthday party or PTO right. or responding to a party. So, anyway, it's like everything's merged into one. So, I want to do that. I don't think I've done any better. But now that my phone tracks that I could make that a more um, action-oriented goal that's measurable. And then the other one was to save money, which I did not because I ended up buying a Honda Odyssey minivan. Uh, so, it's the opposite of saving money spending a lot of money um and then what was the other oh and then an easy one which was bring my paper bags grocery shopping with me i might have done it five times (laughs) well i had one that i actually did stick to and it's sort of related to the saving money and what i did my goal was to use you need a budget and i talked about it over the times last year for a whole year and I did, and I used it for a whole year. And I learned so many interesting things about where our money goes. For instance, if you had asked me a year ago, how much do you spend on groceries per week? I would say, oh, like 100 bucks. Mm. That is a lie, mm-hmm. it is a bald-faced lie. And I include our pet food, paper products, um, school lunches, all that gets rolled into our grocery budget in my YNAB. We spend $190 a week mm. on average amongst all of that stuff. That's actually good. Well, I'm not shopping at Whole Foods. <laughs> <laughs> well, I don't either, really. Most, I mean, not all the time, but I was spending like 160 when we lived down in southern Maine. Yeah. But coming up here, it's a lot hard. People think Whole Foods is very expensive, but the kind of food that I want to buy is actually a lot less expensive at Whole Foods right. than Hannaford, and I'm assuming it's their buying power. So I have a very difficult time finding products, which often lends to me to spending a lot of money on I mean even tomatoes canned tomatoes here are twice the amount that I spend at Whole Foods right so I'm spending a lot more money on groceries right but I found that our first expenses are mortgage our second expense is groceries and our third expense do you know our third expense is children children yeah they're so expensive and that's not expensive and that's not child care because i really don't spend that much in child care anymore only have aftercare during the school year but just anytime like so it's the um the valentine dance is coming up so for that i put the tickets and the dress and the flowers and all the things related to that dance i put in a category of kids activities Mm -hmm. like things that you wouldn't do except for that you want to do this for your kids right basically and it wasn't it was like 3500 or something a year that we spend. Mm-hmm. Big chunk of that is skiing and things like that and it was just interesting to see how it all shook out. Our dining out was not really I didn't think it was terrible. Mm-hmm. So, do you know what you spend on dining out a year? I could pull it. I could tell you and it's not going to be it's going to be terrible. Like, not what I would want it to be. Like we spent about 2500 dining out. Mm-hmm. And that's takeout and restaurants, which I thought was interesting i felt that's like that wasn't not that bad like i didn't feel like it was a horrible number like it's definitely like 300 no, 25 oh 25 that's only 200 a month yeah 
Yeah. Sorry, for four people. Yeah. Which I thought was interesting. All of it is things that you could definitely cut out. But I was really proud of myself that for a whole year, I tagged every expense, every account, and I definitely am renewing my YNAB membership and subscription. Like, that's just a no-brainer for How me How much now. is it? I think it's $90 a year. I, I did the three-month trial and then paid for the year subscription, so I won't need to pay for it until, like, March. But I'm pretty sure it was, like, $89. But it was, it was worth it to do that. And then... Part of it is that in starting a business that has sort of changed our finances a little bit too, so I'm not as uh, devoted to paying down my student loans as fast as possible because we're sort of on one income as he ramps up, so we're trying to work on that, but it, it'll be, it's going to be good. Mm-hmm. It's going to be awesome. Well, Dave Ramsey, I know you don't, you know, but you've read Dave Ramsey. Yeah. He says that your money should follow your priorities something like that to that effect of like how much money you spend in different areas which sounds like your kids <laughs> yeah. because really you need a house shelter and, food you, kids right i mean the, the two the other food and shelter are right you know, maslow's right you kind of <laughs> have to have those um so our kids though are super expensive because i still had childcare this past year so this is the first year in 12 years that i have not done a dependent care account for 2019 wow it's pretty crazy that's awesome. Well, I cut mine in half. Last year I cut it in half, and then I cut it in half again this year. And our childcare costs were cut in half because yep. Maxwell went to public preschool, which has been great. And then, and then I moved that money to my HSA. So That's exactly so, what I did. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> anyway, so do you have resolutions for 2019? I'm definitely I'm gonna move, I'm gonna start tracking my mint again, which is similar to you need a budget, but a little bit different. I gotta, I'm going to try to save more money by cutting down on food expenses. I, I'm actually going to, I've decided last night, lower my food standards a little bit. How, how low can they go? No, I'm kidding. <laughs> like, what, like, how, what, like, what are you considering lowering your food standards? I'm considering only buying the Dirty Dozen in organic mm-hmm. and then buying everything else the cheapest I can find it. Mm-hmm. So I'm, I'm spending too much money on food. I mean, I, I spend around $250 a week on groceries. That's a lot. It's a ton of money. Yep. And it's just too much money on food. It would be interesting to see, like to do it for a month and see how much you save. Oh, yeah. I if mean, even to try it, you know, I'm big on just try it and see what happens and yeah. see if it works. That's my big thing. Mine is that I have resolutions that have nothing to do with money mm-hmm. or my weight because nice. I feel like that's like the number one thing that people do resolutions for. And instead, it's more about I decided this year was to make time for things that I enjoy that always get pushed aside. Mm-hmm. So the first one is actually. Dave like, the first one is to read a book a month. And Dave was like, what are you even talking about? You read all the time. And I'm like, but I I will binge sometimes. Mm-hmm. And then when I get into my teaching semester, I might be read out on other stuff. And so I'm not reading for pleasure as much at night. I said, so I, yeah, I read six books in Jamaica. Mm. And I think I read seven books all fall. But you're a speed reader. I, I do read really fast. I mean, you just started educated. Yeah, I read like a part, a section a night. But... <laughs> That's so bad. Because, see, what happens to me when I start reading is I fall asleep. Yeah. Oh. See, it kind of it does the opposite. It kind of, like, keeps me up. That's how James is. Yeah. He could be kept up all night from a good yeah. book. I, I am not. I read a couple pages and pass out cold. Yeah. So I'm going to – so the first one is, is kind of some low-hanging fruit because mm-hmm. it's just really carving out that time to read a book in three days. 
basically. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and then the second one is to sew more because I, that's something that just keeps getting pushed aside and pushed aside and pushed aside because I have this to do, I have that to do, I have this to do. So I'm going to sew at least 30 minutes a month. And the third one is to um, play a board game or do a puzzle with the kids at least once a month. Mm-hmm. And the fourth one I just put down as a float, which is not to go to the float tank once a month because that could be kind of expensive. Mm-hmm. But I always feel good when I have been in the water, whether it's a float tank or whether it's, a, you know, the Y pool mm-hmm. or whether it's the lake. I always like doing that. And it's going to be an easy one to nail in July and August. Mm-hmm. It'll be done the first day. But these colder, darker months, mm. I need to make a concerted effort to like, even if it's just to go to the family swim day with the kids mm-hmm. or to do something. So it's, so in my Aaron Condren paper planner, they have these pages at the front. How did that affect your budget? Um, it probably affected my budget, but it also has helped keep me on track. So that was my. I'm just joking with you, anyway. That actually, I got I, and I spent so much on Aaron Condren for Christmas presents, but yeah. I used all these coupon codes. Like everything was like 50 percent off. Yeah. Funny. At the but at the front of the planner, they have these 12 boxes, and people who you get these planners like, what do you do with your 12 boxes? So my 12 boxes are each month. So I've already written it out so that I have to account. What did I read in January? How much did I sew? What game did I play? Mm. What did I do for my float? So it says, read, swim, play, float. Mm. And those are my four. Nice. Or no, uh, not read, read, sew, play, float. So I can make time because those are things that are, we always focus on weight and money, weight and money, weight and money, Mm -hmm. weight and money. And there's other parts to yourself that need nurturing. So (laughs) I'm focusing on those this year. I am trying to read more too. It, the problem is I just read two good books back to back and then I'm trying to start another one. And if they're not, it's <laughs> terrible to end a great book and then start another one that you just know is not going to be as good, you know? What were the two that you just read? Educated. Which I just finished I, last night. I just night. absolutely love that book. I, In fact, after I read the book, I went and pulled every interview she did uh, in the media and podcasts that she was on and I researched her family oh, yeah. and then I went to the educated um, reviews on Kindle and I read all the reviews because it was just a fascinating book yeah. um, and then I read Becoming mm-hmm. uh, by Michelle Obama and I love that book too for different reasons obviously and I did the same thing I I, wa- I watched all her media that she did about the book but the, her media is so boring because it's it's like okay yeah yeah we already talked about this in the book yeah, I want to know, like, what are you doing now? Does your yeah. mom have Secret Service? Does she live in the house that you grew up in? You know, <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> you know, why isn't she living with you? She doesn't want to live with you. I mean, uh, I don't know. How's uh, Malia doing in college? Does she like it? Right. <laughs> I, I, you know, I want new stuff. But yeah. where's the sequel? <laughs> yeah, exactly. I wonder if she will do another one. Who knows? Anyway, so I really like those books, and then I tried to read. Um, so then I was looking up bestseller books, and I was trying to find a new one to read. And I downloaded one that has great ratings, and I can't remember over the craw craw draw or something. I can't remember anyway. But it sounded like it was going to be kind of depressing, and I can't. I felt like I couldn't handle that again because educated is pretty depressing. Oh my god! Yeah, it is, and that's why. Uh, you had asked about the glass castle. Yeah. And there's a lot of parallels in there. That's why I decided not to read it. I thought that was intense for me. Maybe educated. like give it a, like a month or two and yeah. then read it. I needed something kind of light. But right now I'm reading the book. It's, I think it's called Meet the Frugaltons. And they're these people who are retired at 33. 
Oh yeah. They just basically save. Is it nonfiction? Yes. Oh yeah. Yeah, it's interesting. Well, you're too late to retire at 33. No, I'm not gonna. Reti- <laughs> I wouldn't even want. That's the thing. I don't. Have, I don't have any interest in retiring. Right. I'd be so bored. I could fill my time. You could. You're like James. <laughs> James can. He comes up with projects and this and that. He can keep himself entertained for the rest of his life. I just. I don't know. I like working. Yes. I, I, I love my job, but I'm like, I could, then I could definitely like float and sew so, and yeah. read and play games. <laughs> and It'd do be the awesome. Games, yeah. yeah. The thing about The Glass Castle is that I read it at the same time I was reading Little House on the Prairie to one of my daughters. Uh-huh. And all I could think was the, that they were two, the same story told in different lenses and that the Little House on the Prairie books are like, Pa's such a crazy cat. We're going to strike out. We're going to, the ice is breaking up behind them in the wagon. And he's just like, eh, go faster. And when you read these books about these wacky fathers, I'm like, Pa was a little touched yeah. to like drag his family. <laughs> and Ma goes, okay, well, here we go. And it was a really interesting parallel to read the Little House books at the same time as The Glass Castle and be like, you're a little bit of a nut job, Pa. And maybe Ma should have had a little bit of a backbone. Plus, there's a lot of, you know, racist and horrible things in the little house books too when you read them again as an adult in a modern era (laughs) but anyway you haven't read becoming though it's on my list next but i have a book i just got that i came off the hold list from the library so i'm going to read that one and i bought becoming i bought becoming and educated as a gift to my all the people that share our kindle account my sister and my parents Mm -hmm. and all that because they wanted to read them so that was my christmas present to them which is a thing that you don't have to dust or store or throw out or make a decision about Mm -hmm. it's just an ebook which is nice well it's becoming it's interesting i felt like i was on a roller coaster of emotions through it because i i came off educated which is emotional and intense and raw and sad and happy and all these things and to becoming which is actually kind of Coming from that to becoming was kind of boring in the beginning. Mm-hmm. It was just like, okay, yeah. You well, just I'm had reading. kind of a boring life. And, <laughs> and, and now I don't know why everyone's raving about this book. This is nothing really crazy happened to you. Like, this is just a normal life. But then she really, t- the, the thing that she does that I think makes the book excellent is she weaves in how her childhood shaped her career decisions and her time in the White House, which I thought was interesting because she kind of kept going back to it. Right. And the other thing that was interesting about the book is it really wasn't political. Uh, so I feel like even if you hate, if you disliked liberal <laughs> politics, uh, you could still enjoy the book because there's really nothing political about the book until the very, very, very end. And by that point, I think anybody, most people could tolerate her conclusion because of what you learned about her through the book but the rest of it was actually really fascinating about you know presidents and that's stuff i didn't know about about their life and how just what an incredible sacrifice it is to serve in that role regardless if you like their politics or not because it really changes your life right you can't do anything yourself right ever again well until you're out of there i guess and even still i i guarantee they still have Oh, yeah. Limited freedom. Yeah, definitely. Well, now I'm reading the hate you. I'm going to start the hate you give. Is it sad? Because I've actually I've heard this one. This was the one I wanted to put on my list. Uh, I haven't started it yet, but it's basically it's about gun violence oh. and racism mm-hmm. and all kinds of things like that. So mm-hmm. you would probably 
find it an enjoyable read, but maybe you need to have something lighter and happier in between. I also read Yes, Please over the break, which is Amy Poehler's biography, and she's a riot, and I love her, and that was very cheerful, and I like that one a lot. I don't know who that is. (laughs) (laughs) Amy Poehler was on Saturday Night Live, and she played Leslie Nope in Parks and Recreation. Oh, that's her? And she actually, one of the things, I almost took a picture of it. Except for I was reading at night, and I was at uh, the mountain with the girls, and it was dark. But she talked about how she would, she and Tina Fey would go for walks, and how there's something about walking with a friend and airing all the grievances. And like it was this whole thing. And I almost texted you a picture of that quote because I was like, oh, "That's like me and Kelly's walks, which we haven't had in a month or so because oh, of the weather." I know. I've but I was like, "Oh yeah, that's totally what me and Kelly do. Like you get to just walk and talk, and it, it was a really interesting, interesting." Well, maybe I'll read it because Gretchen told me that I'm like Leslie Nope. It's not just you. Yeah. So many people have told me that. My friend Katie, and I'm hearing it all over the place. So finally I settle in and watch a good old-fashioned episode of Parks and Rec. From the first season. From you the, watched like, I the watched first the one. very first one. It was I think it was about a park. <laughs> she was try, she was trying to advocate for the park. And I was so offended. I, I thought, I cannot believe these people think I'm like her because she's so ditzy. And so anyway, so I was, I didn't watch another one and I told Gretchen I was offended. She's like, no, 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 you got to give it a chance. So then I just finished, well, it's a very, it's, I don't I won't even confess what I just finished, but I just watched seven seasons of a really great. Oh, really? What show was it? Netflix show. That's total trash. And I don't even know how I got into it because I don't even wa- like to watch TV. So, right. but I got, I was really sick at the beginning of this semester and I was extremely ill, and I couldn't even move from my bed, but I was getting bored of laying there, so that's how I got into it. But anyway, that's neither here nor there, but I want a new show because I enjoyed having a show. What was the show? You're still not even confessing the show. Gossip Girl. (laughs) (laughs) It's total trash. It's the worst of all of it, but I loved it. You will love Parks and Rec. Once you get into it, you will love it. So I was telling James a couple days ago about this whole ordeal with Parks and Rec and how you think I'm Leslie Nope, and I said, then I watched it. And he said, oh, you are just like Leslie Nope. And I said, yeah, but then I watched it. And she's so ditzy. And he goes, yeah. I can't. I don't see any resemblance at all, Kelly. So he told me that I need to watch. He said, it's, he goes, it's actually a compliment. You should keep watching it. She's not ditzy. She's very positive and passionate. <laughs> well, maybe I'll give it another shot. You've got to give it another shot. Definitely. So uh, favorite things? Probably right now, my favorite thing is my becoming, was the book Becoming by yeah. uh, Michelle Obama. And you know what I did with that book that I've never done before that I actually wish I could do with every book and I may may try to pull this off by getting it from the library is I downloaded it on Audible because that way I can listen to it, you know, to and from work or if I'm out visiting, mm-hmm. um, working Sometimes for work I have to travel around and on a walk or whatever, doing the dishes. And I feel like I could get through a book faster because I do fall asleep mm-hmm. when I'm reading. Um, and then, but someone bought it for me for my birthday too. So I was doing both. So I'd listen to it during all yeah. those times I just said. And then I'd read it at night. And it was really nice because she read the book herself. Mm-hmm. So it was, that was an interesting experience. But then, of course, I could read it so much faster than it was being read to me. So I plowed through. I mean, I read that book and a week or so, which yeah. is the fastest I've ever done it. You could probably do it. If it's not a new bestseller, you can you should look on the um, audiobooks from the library. I should. To do it. And then if you have the book on your Kindle or something, you can go back and forth. Mm. So 
it was a nice it was a really great way to do it I've just I've never even thought to try to speed up my reading a little bit especially for book club books because it's tough for me to get through a book in a month so my favorite thing this week is going to be my project Gur utensils which is project get it right and it was I had gotten one of their spatulas because the wire cutter recommended it as the best not spatula but like to flip eggs uh-huh. is that a spatula yeah. Whatever. Those are but you know what I mean. Like yeah. not, but not like the scrape a bowl kind of spatula. Right. Right. And I love it, and I use it all the time. It's my favorite spatula. It's the best. And when we were coming back from Jamaica, there was a um, <laughs> Black Friday sale <laughs> on a bunch of their utensils mm-hmm. called the Rainbow Bundle, and it was ninety nine dollars because they're kind of expensive utensils. I was like, oh my god, I'm totally gonna order that because I had been thinking anyway. Like I was pulling stuff out of the. We had a couple of our other things break. They were like hard plastic. And I was like, I've had this since my apartment when I was 20 years old. Mm-hmm. Like before I could drink, I've had this. Yeah. And which is, I've had them longer than I was alive when I bought them, yeah. basically. And they're just kind of getting old. I'm like, you know, I should replace some of these. Like I've just haven't kind of do it here and there. So this bundle was for sale. So I literally ordered it from the car driving from Portland to Bangor after we got back from Jamaica because I thought the deal was expiring. Turns out it wasn't, but whatever. So I ordered it, and then it took forever to get here. And I was like, man, so I emailed and said, you know, I ordered this. It's been two weeks, and it just seems like a long time. I haven't gotten any notice. And they immediately wrote back, and they're like, we're so sorry. They have, we're switching warehouses, and we thought your order had shipped, and they didn't. And they sent me an extra spatula with wow. it, which was kind of nice. So, so did it not get here for Christmas? No, it got here for Christmas. But okay. here is my here is my genius move, and I'm going to share this pro tip for anyone who has the situation where you both would like to replace all of your utensils and need something to put in your family's stockings for Christmas. So I <laughs> literally took this bundle of utensils that I ordered oh my for gosh. myself, and I put all the pink ones in Willa's, I put all the blue ones in Dave's, and I put all the, like, yellow ones, like, like I split them up and just stuck them in all of our stockings. And so everyone was like, oh! <laughs> and he was like, oh, I love it. Like, Ingrid likes to bake, they all like to cook or whatever. But guess where they all end up? In your cupboard. In my cupboard. Yes. So I managed to make a gift to myself be a gift to others. And that is the true spirit of giving, right? <laughs> anyway, but I love them because... They're all silicone tools with a fiberglass core. They are, they're just super um, easy on your pots and pans. Like you can use them on any pot or pan. And I got, with this bundle, I got like a long skinny scraper, which is awesome in the Vitamix. I have already used it in there. Mm. And I got like different size spatulas, one that's bigger than the one I'd been using all the time for my eggs. It's great for pancakes. Um, ladles with a, the ladle has like measuring lines inside, which I thought was kind of cool. So I have two different ladles, some whisks, and they're all super colorful. They're pink and blue and green and yellow, and it's it's beautiful, and it makes me happy. I need and to see a picture great. of this. Yeah, I'll, I'll, I'll show you a picture, but they're beautiful, and I love them, and it makes me happy to use my new kitchen utensils. Well, you know what Conmari would say about that, then? Oh, it's sparking all the fucking joy. You better keep those. <laughs> yes, exactly. <laughs> There's so much joy being sparked. It's not even funny. You have to just please, just for me, just go to Netflix. I, it's, it's on my screen every night. And just watch a few minutes of it because her concepts, I don't even understand why you would be upset about them. No, I wouldn't be upset about them. But the show is actually turning me off. The book I found great and helpful the show is too far too much 
I'll have to watch. And it's and I don't I don't think that her ideas are bad ideas. The part that I find frustrating is that there are I feel like I would do better if I had like five hundred you even say five hundred yeah, more square feet of space feet, you need it so and much. some closets. Yes. Like I don't have yes. closets. And the other thing too is that like so then you have when you're someone like me who has had a shifting weight over the years, you've got your skinny pants and you've got your now pants, and you've got your fat pants and that shifts all the time. And so then <laughs> So I literally have like piles. It's true, and then yeah. multiply that by seasons, right? You right, know, right. and it's all my basic stuff because you know I just have my basic uniform, right, right? So it's like you don't want to throw it away, right? You know, and then have to buy a new wardrobe every six months, right? So that's one of the ways I save on clothing, which I spent less than two thousand dollars on. <laughs> <laughs> so it's one of those things. So and so I I find it the the thing that is hard about my house is that we are a family of four in a four-season state that does things yeah. in four seasons. And your house is and ha- small. And a 1,000 square feet. Yes. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So, and I, you know, and as the kids get bigger, I think it'll get better. And if Dave stops finding things, I mean, like, hey, do you guys still want this? And they go, yes, I do want that Happy Meal box from 2002. Yeah. No, let it go. Like, that stuff, like, just be like, oh, they haven't even noticed this. And dispose of it. But... Well, it's ama- you say your kids are expensive. It's amazing how messy they are, too, because my <laughs> not your kids, but just children in general. Because, okay, so I said the kids went to camp on two days right after Christmas, and then my mother-in-law took them the next day overnight. So essentially they were gone intermittently for four days. My house was – we cleaned it the first day they were at camp, and then it was just – clean for four straight days and it actually made me feel better because yep. I was like okay they are so messy yes and that is half the battle yeah and winter is terrible because there's like so many pairs of hats and mittens and ski right. pants and boots and now this is wet so you need this extra secondary pair and then that yep. ends up on the floor and yeah that's yeah. exactly what it is yeah Anyway, you can always find us on Facebook. You can find us on Instagram. You can email us. We'd like to thank the owner of DaveGordonMedia.com for letting us use his studio space today. Yes, thank you very much. And let, and now he can edit. It's actually kind of funny that uh, he has some stuff to edit, and he's been really busy in his first few days. So, you know, I thought I'd have all this time for him to do other things. And he's actually working for money, so I can't complain. But it's all good. And we will... Be back soon. Bye. Bye.